Welcome back to the Hammering Away Podcast. This is episode 12. As always, I'm going to be your host, Jack Coogan. I'm joined by Joe. And I can't help but remember two episodes ago, we titled this, We Made a Signing, which in typical West Ham fashion is not true anymore. Carlos Ward just plays for Ajax now. And it's August 4th. And we're not even close to signing a player. Yeah, I mean, what a day that was, right? August was, 1st was the August. day that will live in infamy. It really will. Started off the day, it was Skamaka's on his way out. I'm freaking out. You're telling me to relax. I, I dude, I've been trying. I've been trying to relax all window because it's oh, it's always okay. It's never worth it. But then the hijack thing, it sent me over the fucking edge. <laughs> and that happened like around noon, right? Noon, one o'clock. It happened early. I might. I think it might have happened earlier than that. I don't know. It was a long day, man. I, I think no. I think that you're right because I got back from lunch at work, and I remember looking at my phone and uh, Fabrizio tweet comes in and it's like about Carlos Borges the Ajax. Here we go. And I had like an out of body experience. I was like, <laughs> that's not true. <laughs> that's literally the best way to describe it. I kind of just like like moved my head back away from my phone and was just like. <laughs> dude i was levitating bro i could not believe what i saw like genuinely like this is gonna sound dramatic i legitimately it took me like five minutes ten minutes to process and that's being generous probably half an hour dude i was just like what the fuck and it's crazy man because we agreed on that fee on july 20th july 20th Almost two weeks pass, and it was like, yeah, it's still happening. And everybody was like, it's fine. There was no, like, inklings of, like, there's even X who loves to not get caught out and has been caught out, like, twice now in the last two weeks. And as cautious as he is, he was like, I can't see this, like, not getting done. He was like, it's a matter of time. The emojis were in the drafts. He said – he was talking about the emojis. He was like, you know, like – this deal is as good as done, but as always, I won't tweet out the emojis till the medical is complete and he's in the kit. And he, he said that he oh, had the emojis man. written out, typed out in his Twitter draft. He he typed the emojis in the Patreon, like he typed them. But like he was saying, I won't do the, you know, oh, he's got shit. like seven emojis now. It used to be like thumbs up, flag, irons. Now it's like thumbs up, eye emoji. Does he even know what that means? He doesn't know what anything means. <laughs> he's in Canada. He's in he's in your favorite city, Vancouver. He was uh Is he uh, did Vancouver? I tell you about this? He um posted on his Patreon. He was like, Oh, I was walking around in Vancouver today and there was a homeless guy just bothering people, being like loud, like yelling. And I looked at him and I noticed he had a retro West Ham kit on and I thought, That's how we all feel. <laughs> dude i'll try and find it for you later i was like what the fuck am i reading dude you gotta be lying to me dude you i'm dead serious i am dead serious i'll find if it was a written thing or if it was i'm 95 percent sure it was one of the written ones which makes it even better so i'll find it for you this is the funniest it, it was worth the six dollars this month or whatever the hell it is <laughs> It's the only thing we got is... He's not giving me transfer news. You might as well give me, like, utter nonsense. It's literally nonsense. 
Well, yeah, Carlos Borges, man, he's gonna do well. Been? Like, he's gonna like put up numbers at Ajax. Everyone does. Uh, I'm and gonna be livid. It's gonna be funny to see the meltdown when he gets his like automatic like ten goals, ten assists that everyone gets. Every you know Ajax it would be. Hands. You know it would be really funny. What? If he scores his first Ajax goal before we sign a player. Oh my god, that's oh, a good idea for a tweet. Nobody's doing that. <laughs> Dude, if he scores his first Ajax goal before we sign a player, I like. I want to say that I'll do something, but it almost feels likely. So I'm not gonna like make a random bet on here. It's just like a matter of whether week. he starts. Their first game is the same as ours on Saturday. The Suchek and Borges will score on the same day. <laughs> Oh, man. Oh, my God. So, but speaking of August 1st, Warpraps was on, then it was off, and then a few days later it was on, then it was off. X says he can still see it happening. I We have to be out on this. There's no way, like, between Sullivan, Noble, if he even has any say, and Stytan, that they're going to let us spend over um, – 30 million on WordPress. Yeah, I mean, if Steiden was able to stall it up to this point, I don't see him ever giving the green light on it. You know, like a guy like Steiden, like, you know, he probably has his opinion on WordPress and he probably valued him at something, probably valued him at like 15 million or something. Probably 20, 25. Like, we started off at 20. I'm sure he would have been okay paying 24. Yeah. Okay, like, yeah, I would have gotten over it. At $20 million, I would have been, like, fine. He's probably fine with everything that we bid for. That's probably how they're doing it. Like At the very he, least, he sanctioned it. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure Moyes will sanction anything that he wants to bid for, too. Um, yeah, or at least any bid that gets out there. Yeah, and we've talked about this. I don't think that their whole tension is that, like, volatile or that it's negative. I think that they just disagree like anybody in a workplace disagrees. But I don't think it's a positive environment either. It's a, at this point, it's like a difference of philosophies. It, it is very like truly the new school versus the old school. With obviously the old school being Moyes and the new school being Steinem. But I mean the reports of them getting into a physical fight, the reports of Moyes like, or Steinem possibly getting the sack before Bourne did. <laughs> it's it's ridiculous and it's just preying on our reactionary and gullible fan base like the athletic thing the athletic thing is not even negative to me learning more about it now that they posted about us going on transfer market linkedin and looking for signings it's funny oh for sure it's hilarious i mean our company is pretty good on that whatever transfer room i mean it's like what city roma arsenal yeah, those are the three that I saw like um, associated with it. I think well associated with it by like on their like advertisement, but mm-hmm. I think the article said that most Premier League clubs don't use it, which can't. Whoa, 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 whoa! What, dude? Fabrizio what? Romano exclusive. 
I'm going to read it out. West Ham have now no. reached an agreement on personal terms with Ajax midfielder Edson Alvarez. Up to West Ham to discuss the deal with Ajax as negotiations will follow over the weekend. Deal depends on clubs. Edson said yes. That's wow. awesome, dude. Let's go. Wow. Holy shit. That's crazy. I grabbed my phone. I saw the Fabrizio notification. I was like, it's not us. <laughs> it's never us it's never it's only been us once (laughs) and it's bad it's always bad like i was telling you the out of body experience i had when he said here we go i asked carlos borges i was like what did not process that for like half an hour what dude all right that's good what what are you talking about no like no way like oh 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 I thought you, because you've been flopping, flip flopping on him all summer. Yeah, you know what? Bring him to me. I'm ready. Bring him. I'm ready for you, Edson Alvarez. This is good, man. Him, him, and Fofana is the dream. I've been telling you that for m- months now, which is disgusting. Or I guess not months, <laughs> like s- since, six weeks since day one. Since like this. Since day one. Started. Yeah. It's been that okay. Too. So Edson Alvarez has agreed oh personal God. terms with West Ham United. What is your live reaction? Tell me. <laughs> it's oh my God. <laughs> that's that's my only reaction. We're doing something. Look at War Prowse, man. We have the Southampton game on. He's playing. You will enjoy this league this year, <laughs> and you will probably do pretty well. He is enjoying this league. He has plenty of time. <laughs> He's been having plenty of time in the ball in this game. Yeah, I mean, dude, they set a record for first half passes. In no the way, yeah. that's crazy. Four seventy-seven. <laughs> Walker Peters looks awesome. He's yeah, one player who, if you had asked me if I could sign anyone from Southampton, I guess besides Lavia, I'd probably say Walker Peters. I, I mean, agree. I've always been a big fan. He's a, he was incredible in, in the Prem, and now he's you know in the Championship. He's still doing his thing. Okay, wait. I, I, we have to go back. We can't move on. We cannot move I, on. We, we, from I will not move on. I refuse to move on. All What's right, the fee so, that you want to pay? Um, I'd be fine with anything less than forty or less. Forty-five or less, I'm cool with. I I saw a few weeks ago somebody quoted them at thirty-five million. I think it's going to be forty. Just get it done. Get I don't it done. care about the fee. He's one of the players. Edson said play. yes. <laughs> well, there was there was some disagreements with agent fees, so I, I feel like personal terms means that is personal terms sorting. must refer to agent fees. I'm sure that we'll haggle as we always do. I we could talk about agent fees in a little bit once we want to go back to being negative. But that's really good news, because I'm telling you, the fit is Fofana and Alvarez. Man, they fit together perfectly. Well. If you want like a you know a DM and a CM, this is the yeah, best. Yeah, it's like, a, tr- and it's like a true six. Yeah, and then Fofana can play in the pivot. Like I mean, he literally we watched him against Arsenal. It's basically how he played with Kamara. Exactly. Yeah, that's like we're trying to imp- just implant that here. Which I mean, and look, it's an elite ball winner, which can't really be argued. And we need to replace Rice's ball winning. And this, this effectively does that. He's, dude, one thing I love about, about Alvarez and Paulinho is how strong they are in the challenge. 
Mm-hmm. They do, dude, they will go through someone. Yeah. Which we, he we can need play that. a little bit. Just because Ajax fans hate him. Because Ajax fans have that same uh, that same entitlement that Barcelona fans do. They think everything should be beautiful tiki-taka, like one-two touch, which like we all love. But Alvarez is by no means Suchek on the ball. Like, let's be serious. Oh, not, at all. not at all. I think there's there's two groups, and I think they're both wrong. It's the people that see his his uh, FB ref and his uh, his collection of green balls. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they're like, wow. This guy is literally Busquets, but he's not. Yeah. But he's also not Suchek, which which Ajax fans pretend he is. Yeah, like we just I, have to be serious and accept that he's probably on the ball what we want from a center mid, at least in the six. And if Fofana can be more progressive, hopefully it's Fofana. He's had plenty of. He's had plenty. We we've beaten. I don't, I don't even know if beaten is the right word, but of all of the clubs he's been linked with they're pretty pretty impressive chelsea did last summer chelsea are allegedly still interested this summer newcastle are allegedly interested dortmund dortmund yeah they pulled out i believe it's funny at some point they probably they probably looked into him but they were probably like it's the same idea arteta needs his uh sticky tacky guys he's got his worst footballer in the building for 105 million yeah he'll fix him um the one thing i want to say so i don't know if you saw this somebody said that uh Stuyton told them give me two days at the uh, dinner the other night <laughs> are we buying into that is that is that is that two wwe <laughs> Dude, any quote from Steiden, any like personal fan interaction with Steiden is like the definition of like WWE. Like, it's is, so fake, dude. Everybody who's at this thing is like, he told me Fafana's a very good player. Like, no, he didn't, dude. He's not talking to you about our transfer targets. It makes you think, like, why is he even there? Like, why is he being put in a fan environment where he's like clearly going to get hounded with like intimate questions? <laughs> People are asking him about Yusuf Fafana, his wife, and Edson Alvarez. The most intimate of questions. <laughs> Dude. But there's no way he <laughs> told someone, give me two days, and within two days, we agree <laughs> personal terms with Edson Alvarez. There's no way. I mean, that's – this is canon at this point. This, this conversation – that it happened in my book. It, yeah, it's going down in my book as it happened. It's with all the famous Moyes quotes about him winning, and that's what he does. Stuyton and Moyes, they're more similar than they think. He made a promise, and he delivered. Where have I heard that before? <laughs> David Moyes. <laughs> but, dude, this is does. big because it's Friday. Game's in eight days. That was my first thought. We, uh... You know, we don't work weekends. We've talked about I think we've talked about this on a podcast before. This club, especially early in the transfer window, does not work weekends. David Sullivan goes on his yacht. He brings women who are 50 years younger than him with him, doing God knows what. <laughs> only only the police know. <laughs> only the police know. D- David Moyes is on the vino. He's having a nice glass of red. I don't know what Stuyton does. He's probably grinding. He's at, he's at Oktoberfest. <laughs> but 
we have to work this weekend because if we can agree a fee this weekend and have this medical happening Monday, Tuesday, we can not see Downs and Suchek start against Bournemouth, <laughs> which I've been predicting to happen for weeks. I've been predicting that it will happen and that we will win, but I don't, <laughs> don't want to take that chance. We are uncomfortably close to, to Downs and Suchek. This is like the 99th minute. This is this is Jared. Oh, and Che Adams makes it two one Southampton. Um, this is like Jared Bowen in on goal. Steiton is Paqueta, Moyes is Bowen. <laughs> Steiton has played him through. It is up for grabs now, man. No, Steiton is Paqueta, and Bowen is Alvarez, and Moyes is Rice. Just watching on. <laughs> During, During his worst time. his worst ninety <laughs> minutes as a West Ham <laughs> This is crazy. And a night a nightmare ninety minutes bailed <laughs> out by two race. other people. <laughs> Where have I heard this before? <laughs> oh my god, dude. Oh no, oh no. Well, oh, James Ward Prowse oh, assist. Is a James Ward Prowse assist. <laughs> okay, so we're pointing at the camera. <laughs> so it's going to be Ward Prowse and Alvarez. Dude, don't even fucking say that. Oh, <laughs> it's going to be, bro. It's going to be Ward Prowse just had a goal involvement. Moyes is going to put in the call. That just made me sick. Like now that I know that like that's like close to being a reality – Dude, literally all I asked for from the Southampton game was for Ward Prowse to not score. I, di- I didn't think <laughs> to ask for no assist. <laughs> it was nice to be fair. Yeah, I mean, it was a good cutback. Like, we've said this before. Like, he doesn't suck. He's just not what we need. Yeah. He's... Oh, man. Before and after that assist, he's still not what we need. What a ridiculous 20 minutes. What the hell? Okay. This podcast has been... Totally, totally derailed. <laughs> I have no idea what to talk about anymore. I All I can say is I hope and pray because X said he had given Stuyten permission to go and talk to Fofana. I just had a thought. <laughs> this word Prowse assist is going to lead to that physical altercation between Moise and Stuyten. <laughs> it's happening as we speak. <laughs> They're going to get into it, dude. They just agreed personal terms. Stiden's going to come home. <laughs> He's going to come home to Moist for some reason. <laughs> They're just going to go at it. They live together. This is like a sitcom now. <laughs> this would be a damn good sitcom. be a better sitcom than a lot of this shit that comes out now. I agree. Moist and Stiden. need a, a, ni- a nice relatable sitcom about a football manager who lives with his newly appointed technical <laughs> director in a one-bedroom apartment. <laughs> Stiden's just sleeping on his couch. <laughs> they just watch film, and then after a while, they just start beating Yo, each other up. What the hell is Bazuno doing? Yeah. Um, so who do you start with Alvarez against Bournemouth? Uh, just assuming that he's available. Assuming, assuming that we even sign him and we agree a fee. I'm just assuming that we're going to agree a fee. Because surely at this point we are panicking enough that we're gonna cough up what they ask for. It's like it's like when Sullivan made sure he had Danny Ings in the building for Everton for him <laughs> to not start <laughs> and to kickstart Antonio's season. Yeah, imagine we pay ridiculously for Alvarez and he just doesn't start against Bournemouth. 
Oh. You know what? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Do you start suit check next? We're gonna probably start suit check next hour. It's gonna it's gonna be a suit check. It's like a pointless conversation. Yeah. But second you question: the suit check have the captain's armband on. Ooh. Are we gonna name a captain this week? We have to, right? You think we that the captain that will be named tomorrow against Leverkusen? It would be a strong indication. I mean, like, I assume that the Leverkusen squad, will, the 11 will be the 11. What we're going to see, yeah. yeah. And what do you think that will be? Well, I guess besides Alvarez. So, I mean, yeah. that could have implications on the captain too because that could take Suchek out of the team somehow. Imagine we get a stinker from this guy. <laughs> oh, man. From from who? From Suchek? Suchek. And Alvarez. I mean, anybody. anybody. <laughs> imagine a Suchek stinker. Yeah, I can. I think I can imagine. <laughs> I have a pretty good picture in my head of what that looks like. <laughs> Dude. I think that – I think he's going to start Ariola tomorrow against Leverkusen. I think he's going to start him against Bournemouth. I think that he's made one promise too many. And I think he's just going to do it. I don't think it's necessarily the right decision, but I think it's what's going to happen. No, he's not. Like, no, yeah, he, he is. is not. I just – Yeah, he is. It's it's only gotten worse for Ariola. He looks like shit. <laughs> he doesn't look like shit. That's not true. He, but the, the goal really that good. he conceded because of Suchek against Dynamo and Redbridge was terrible. To and be then, fair, like and the worldy, the worldy, yeah, the worldy he conceded against Ren too. I get it's a worldy, fucking move, move. Dude, that that was an insane shot. Dive, I, he, man, just dive. Dude, that was like going out of play until like the very last second. It it was it looked better for him on second viewing. I'll give him that. But when I first saw it going, I was gonna kill him. So I'm still holding a little bit of that emotion. You see, like, when the shot went up, I was like, there's no chance Ariel is getting to that. That's a goal. And then it well, actually I, I, knew, I, was... I, I, I knew it was a goal, but I was still mad. <laughs> and with the red, the Dagenham and Redbridge, like, devil's advocate, Aguirre was blocking his line of view. Okay. Not an excuse. It was would really you ever bad. give Fabianski that... No, that I would not. I would not. And yeah, like you said, Fab's been really good in the preseason too. I I don't know where he got this energy from. The guy is reborn. He's 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 kenergized. He he lo- he looked like really bouncy against Tottenham in uh, Australia and the other and Perth Glory. Dude, he made like ten saves, which is weird. Which was so game. weird, like. We haven't seen him look that quick because, like, he's still good and whatever, but he hasn't looked quick like that in a while. He's like, he's he's spry. That's the word. Spry. He's shaking the brittle off those bones. Maybe he's taking is, steroids. Forty-eight is the new thirty-eight with with Lucas Fabianski. I, I'm gonna say something. I would advocate for Lucas Fabianski to take performance enhancing drugs. Do they have penalties in the in the prem for yeah doing steroids? Yeah, 
I mean, Onana almost got banned for you. I mean, they oh, get banned right, for right, you. Right. But, like, what do we have to lose? Nothing. <laughs> I mean, I guess it'd be, it'd be bad if we only had one keeper, but, like, you know. At whatever. the end of the day, like, it's pretty apparent that. You There's going to have to be an investigation. Like, we could get to January, even if he got caught. And regardless, like, Ariel and Fabianski, I would say at this point, they're about the same level. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. So, you know, if he gets his But I'm saying... Not a big drop-off. I'm saying, like, if you give Fabianski PEDs, though, we might get, like, 18-19 Fabianski back, Hammer of the Year Fabianski. I would take that for three months and then have him suspended... And Ariola comes in, and, and it's then his, like, cr- his career is over. Everything is tarnished, but like we benefit. <laughs> yeah, we get the nice boost, <laughs> and it'll be a smooth, natural transition. Yeah, to Ariola. And then we sign a younger keeper in January or something. We get somebody on loan. It's fine. Sounds good to me. No, I'm happy we're in agreement about that. We need to cheat. <laughs> yeah. All right. So um, this is this is the lineup for Bournemouth. Fabianski on PEDs. Okay. That's that's where it starts. That's where it starts. And then Emerson. And then, yeah, and then we'll talk about him. But yeah, Kufal, Zuma, Garrett, Emerson. I actually fuck that. I would start Career, but he's gonna start Kufal. Over but Kufal? I would start Carrera. Yeah. Interesting. We haven't seen Carrera right back yet this preseason. No, but I I'm I'm sick and tired of watching Kufal chip passes down the line. I I can't I can't do it anymore. I th- like you've been so fixated on this exact like tendency. Because he, he's good, but he can't play with the ball. And like you're all concerned about losing Cresswell, right? Like maybe we need to replace it by just being more balanced and like having two fullbacks who are semi capable of playing out instead of one who's like elite and one who literally has never turned his hips to face the midfield. Yeah, that we do eventually have to just get away from that left side. It's like insane, like seeing our passing charts, and it's just Rice, Cresswell, Ben Rama, Rice, Cresswell, Ben Rama. Every well, it won't be time. Rice. It won't be Rice. It won't be Cresswell. And Lord if, knows if it will be Ben Rama. If if I have anything to say about it, it won't be Ben Rama either. <laughs> Dude, he's so funny, man. No way, like. He's gonna get away. He's gonna be our like main left winger this whole season again. We'll Unless see. Fornals Maybe. breaks back in. I mean, Fornals could. And there's also the chance that we don't play with. Uh, we we might sign McGuire and do three at the back, which I honestly think is the best way to go. I think the best way to go is like signing McGuire if it, the deal makes sense. Um, I think that one drags out though, because I think the only way that the deal makes sense for us is that United continue to like you know push him out the door like they've been kind of tapping him in the direction mm-hmm. of the door for a while i think the taps are going to turn into shoves um and is, they're starting is, to already is the permanent signing of johnny evans not a, a kick in yeah. the back yeah because they're like they're like we will literally have him just in case for a few weeks and then we'll get somebody like he's going and i think the sooner he accepts that we're the team with the most interest in him and using him, the better. Yeah, and he would be awesome for us. I, I really do. I don't mind putting him be, on big – yeah, the fan base is insane. I don't mind putting him on big up. wages. Not like, at all. I don't want to make him I, – I wouldn't give him more than 150, obviously. 
but like I'm not that concerned about putting him on crazy wages. I would be comfortable making him as high of an earner as Paqueta. Do we even know how much he's on? He's uh, he's our highest earner. He can be our joint highest earner. Get the hell out of here, Paqueta's our highest earner. No, he's not. Yeah, he is. He's slightly higher Ings? than he's slightly higher than Ings. Get the hell out of here. Where, where did you see that? If you look it up anywhere. So Paqueta's making 160k a week is what you're telling me. Because that that doesn't sound right. If Ings is truly on 150, there's no way Paqueta's our highest paid player. I mean, to be fair, he might be. You saw the sneakers he wore to the dinner the other night? The studded Louis Vuittons. Fucking five-figure sneakers. It says and that... I know the suit wasn't cheap. Oh, no. Um, well, it says that Paqueta's making 150K. Danny Ings making 125. Ariel is making 120. That would bring a smile to my face if that was true, besides the Ariola thing. Um, but that that's the other reason I think Ariola is going to get a real shot at starting this year, because they have to justify giving him the wages they gave him. Yeah. Like they, I mean, they just have to justify that. In my opinion, he's already done so. I mean, yeah, because we won the Conference League and all that fun stuff, but you know what I mean. You mm-hmm. can't put a guy on 120k a week and just like he's never the first choice goalkeeper. Just yeah, just be on the bench for the majority of games that we play. Yeah, like it just can't continue. That's another reason I think he'll get a chance. Um, he changes number, all these number changes. We didn't talk about Cornet on the left. Speaking no, of we did not. Changes. That could yeah. you know, dare I say it, could be like a new signing. He could be, and that's that's his spot. Like it, it was gonna get really, really questionable with, um, you know, Borges there and Ben Rama. Like we talked about it on a different podcast, we're like, where is the fit for Cornet? Like, is he going to have an opportunity to make a stamp on this team? And now he, he would have Borges now, is The door is open. Like, yeah, the it's all of a sudden he has this brand new opportunity, and he's gonna get games now. I'm honestly he's gonna excited. get game. He's gonna get games. I'm kind of excited for him too, because if he can figure it out, because like, look, he had one of the most unlucky seasons I've ever had, seen a player have. He also was not that great when he came back from injury, but he gives us something different. I mean, all the stuff that we said about Borges, he gives us something different. He gives us pace, blah blah blah. The other thing is like, Moyes, you know, he doesn't love Ben Rama. <laughs> No, he's like, looking for reasons. This to get is rid a of long season. We're gonna play fifty fifty five games again. If Cornet is serious, he's gonna get his shot at being the guy to like make that spot his own. Oh, for sure. And I, I think would that, love if he did. It would be huge for us. And I think that the logical like shift when Paquette is not playing is that Fornals is gonna play that role, yeah. which is good for Cornet because now the left is wide open. Yeah, you know, that's the other, yeah, out there, exactly. Which Lanzini not being here moves Fornals over, and now even in games that he wouldn't have played last year, now he's gonna play. He's gonna see a lot of minutes, and he'll probably yep. get more sub appearances too. And Moyes wants to use him down the middle with these other two guys going. Who knows what happens? I think Mubam is ahead of him in the pecking order. Oh, definitely. Here, It'll be interesting um, to see if. Uh, I wonder if 
Cornet is going to go to AFCON. I mean, yeah. I feel like he hasn't been getting called up. He's been injured. Was he called, he up, called up? He was called up over the summer, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. That would have they, been a great like, opportunity for him. I'm pretty sure he back. was a French international, a youth international. I might be wrong, but they um I'm pretty sure they like went through like getting the nationality change to get him on that team too. He'll be there. Cornet? Yeah. Yeah, Cornet's been ma- he's made he was making appearances for the Ivory Coast under well when when he was at Burnley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm talking about years ago when he was at Lyon. Like, oh. they had to like get him to commit to the Ivory Coast and all that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that's a shame. Uh, nothing against Afcon, but y- you know, it would have been an awesome opportunity to see yeah, Corne get that chance for the gold. When uh, guys leave for Afcon, it makes it even more difficult because even like if there was a winter break, it'd probably happen over Christmas. I think are they implementing it? Winter break next season or something like that? Do I remember? I don't know. I don't remember seeing anything like that. Um, yeah. Cornet, Benrama, Fornals, Paqueta, Bowen, and then no backup. Right? For who? Those are, for Bowen. Those are the five that we no. have like behind the striker. It would be it would be Cornet is also Bowen's backup. Is you think uh, Podu is going to see games or Swire on the right? In early Swire's, Europa Swire's, group stages, Carabao. He's on Swire loan. is out alone. Yeah. And Kodua, I think it's a year early for Kodua. It probably is. I'm just thinking because, like, he – I mean, how, how long can we keep doing this? You know what he'll probably do? What? He'll probably play – like three at the back, two striker formations. Yeah, I, I think that they would just and then work he'll, around. He'll throw Fornals out on the right or the left, and he'll put Cornet in the other wing, and then he'll put like Mubama and whoever up front. I I, I don't even know if Antonio and Skamaka are going to be here. Either of them, or you know, both of them might leave. Yeah, I mean Skamaka is going to go, and if we if that bid from Atalanta is true. 30 million euros and a sell-on clause, I'm, I'm cool. I think we could get the bit, the fee up a little, but like I have no issue with accepting that. I, I think that's the best we'll probably get, 30 million and a sell-on. Because um, he's going to get sold, and he's going to get sold for a lot. Yeah, he's going to fool somebody. He's going to have another amazing season in Syria because he's an yeah. amazing player. Um, Especially for that league. Yeah. Yeah. Like his play style, like it's like not even anything against him, but just like he's so good with his back to goal. If he also has time to like, you know, turn or like look around, like it's it's over. And I, so I, the, I think I like Atalanta. I think they're well run. They just had a huge season from Hoysland, so and he got a big move. So he I'm I'm sure Skamaka sees get a that. Big move. Yeah. I'm sure Skamaka sees that and he's like, I could be the next one. It'd be really nice if he went if he did a kind of Halair type deal went there, because mm-hmm. what did he go to? How much did he go to Dortmund for? Was it forty million? Something like that. Yeah, like imagine like if we get a sell on clause and then he gets sold for forty fifty, It'd be perfect. So if we sell one of them, which we most likely will, we might. Well, Skamaka is gonna go. Mm-hmm. 
the question is like I, I have no idea what Antonio's deal is. No idea. We haven't really heard much. He's and we'll see if he plays tomorrow. I'm sure he I'm will. Sure he will. Jenks. Um I'm cool. As like it just Obama has to get games. I I know people are so reluctant. Oh, he's eighteen. Oh, he's not ready. Or it's a lot to put on his shoulders. He's good enough. He fits us like a glove. He runs those channels so well. He is our most energetic striker by far. Well, and, in that Antonio in, probably wins more duels in the channels like successfully than he does. But Mubama is gonna put it in a challenge in the channel every single time he's shown. Mm-hmm. And that's big for us. Well, to this vein, in this vein, are you signing a, a replacement striker for whoever leaves? Only if they both go. I hope that if, I, if it's if it's only Skamaka, I'm I'm cool. If Skamaka and Antonio leave, I'm going for one of the Arsenal strikers. Oh man, I need it. I need it more than anything. I need them more than anything. Either one, either is fucking great for us. I know you personally love Enketia. I mean, we both like Balogun too, but Enketia would be great here. They're pretty. We also need homegrown players. Mm-hmm. Which Balogun is no longer. Yeah, he, he probably yeah, his kid counts, right? He, he yeah, he's, yeah he's he's still homegrown. Borges mm-hmm. was homegrown too. Um, yeah. <clears throat> but yeah, they're both homegrown. They're Wires, pretty comparable. Homegrown. They're pretty comparable in terms of like how they play. And talent level, I would say, and Katia and Balogun. Yeah, it's it's really, you know, I don't not pick your poison, but you know, you just pick whichever one you prefer. Balogun faster and runs off the shoulder better, but Enketia is probably a better presser and more energetic and more involved. He's way, I think he's way stronger. Yeah, just yeah. In yeah, terms yeah. of I like agree. those duels in the channel, talking about duels in the channel, he eats center backs I, for breakfast. I think to an extent, I would prefer Enketia low key. I might not want to say that out loud, but it's fair. I they're they're, they're hard to pick you. between. They're really hard to choose between. But I think Enketia would be really good for us. I mean, I think they will both would be, but Man. I also just feel like Enketia's fee might be less. He's been constantly underappreciated at Arsenal. I want to free they do him. To him. Like they they don't appreciate him in the slightest. He loves the grind. Do you know that that clip of of uh, Have you ever seen that clip? It's like from the All or Nothing, and Sambi Lakamba Lakanga is like complaining that he doesn't play. And Enketia is like, yeah, like it's like Lakanga, Enketia, and Smith Rowe like sitting at the table, and Smith Rowe's like, oh, why aren't you smiling, bro? To like Lakanga, he's <laughs> like, I'm not playing. Like, why would I be smiling? And he's like, Enketia like turns on, he's like, he snaps at him. He's like, you think you're the only one not playing? <laughs> like, like you gotta work your ass off and shit like that. Like he just he loves, loves the grind. <laughs> Moyes would love him. I I really do think Moyes would love Enketia. Enketia is the kind of dude to love. make sure Mubama doesn't break through. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but man. yeah, if Antonio and Skamaka both left, one of those two is perfect. Because if we have one of those two, Engs and Mubama, you have enough different options. Like it's fine. Enketia would give us. An elite, elite striker. Like, if we got Enketia, we would have an elite striker that plays our way. 
like the more I think about it, the more I'm like, we have like this is our next priority. It, if someone uh, leaves, I you know, I'd struggle to say the word elite within Katia, but he has elite skills that I think translate really well. There's no reason he can't score double digit goals for us, especially Premier League proven. You want like, he's as Premier League proven as it's really gonna get. Mm-hmm. So there's no questioning if he's gonna come to England and struggle as a striker like. He feed, he loves to feed off scraps, and he loves to get himself involved in games. I I really do wonder what the fee is because now Inter are confident in getting Balogun for thirty five million euros, and if Balogun goes, then Nketi is probably not available. I that those how how much would you pay for Nketi? What's the most you would pay? You're talking like okay in a in a, in a world with like where okay. we don't need other players and. Okay, two questions. How much would you pay for Enketia in a world where, like, we don't feel tight on money? It's, like, last summer type money. And, like, striker is, like, one of the top three priorities. How much would you pay for Enketia? And how much would you pay for Enketia in the context of this summer? I'm slapping a 50 on the table. That's where I start. If they go up, I think about it. That's where you start? Dude, I like, they're gonna accept that. <laughs> okay, uh, I'm. I hand them a jersey, and I say, "Get like get on the training ground, kid." Like he's. And then how I much? How much would you pay? Him. How much would you pay in the context of this summer? So we're getting Alvarez for forty. Not to jinx yeah. it again. Let's just but, say, but for the hypothetical, Alvarez is coming for forty. And in this hypothetical, we're also trying to fit it within just the rice fee. So and this Kamakafi, which I have news on. Right. Oh, do we'll say. get there. No, say it right now because it has. It, it has to do with this. Atalanta yeah. are close to completing the hijack of Gianluca Scamacca deal. West Ham prepared prepared to accept 25 million euros plus 5 million in add-ons proposal. Agreement on the verge of being done between all parties. Here we go soon. Inter will focus again on talks for Florian Balogun. Fuck! Oh my god. At Arsenal. Uh, do not let that boy go. Do not let Balogun go. Sell Nketiah to us instead. I know. They're inter okay. going to get him, and then we're going to be. Then this is going to mean nothing. But mm-hmm. continue. I I will say I wonder if that sell-on rumor is true with Atalanta. I guess we'll find out. All right. So we're dealing with a hundred and. 35 million. Yeah. So 40 goes to Alvarez. Yeah. I'm going to take out my calculator because neither of us are good at math. I'm good at math. You don't think I'm good at math? I don't think you're good at anything. Dude, quiz me, right? Dude, I do great quick math. We had this conversation with Mike recently. All right. All right. So of the 135, we take 40 out for... Alvarez. Got, 90, got 95 left. Wow. Okay. Um, <laughs> and then I'm going for Fofana. Let's say that he's also 40. Fair. So you got 55 left if you need the number. No, never mind. Fofana, <laughs> for, 40, Fofana for 43.5 million. <laughs> okay. So you have 52.5 left. Fuck. All right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, wait. 43.5 million? Yeah. So you have 51.5 million left. Okay. 
They're trying to catch me out? Are you kidding? <laughs> All right, and then I'm dividing that between Maguire and Enketia and calling it a window. So you're signing Maguire and Enketia for 51.5 million pounds? And I'm not even thinking twice about it. That's a 10 out of 10 did, window right there. How are they going to accept that? How Who's going to play left back? back? We'll figure it out, bro. We got Emerson. <laughs> you hate Emerson. I know, but I love Enketia and I love Harry Maguire. That's fair. I mean, I will say you're not getting Enketia and Maguire for $51.5 million. It's yeah. not going to happen. I know. Well, but look, we, we spread it out in installments, bro. Make a 70. We can do we it can, for 70. We, we can stretch the budget a little bit. Um, speaking that's, of That's Emerson, just though, the rice and skamaka fee. So we might have a little more than that. Who knows? I really hope that whatever left back we sign is good. Because, look, Emerson put in the performance of a lifetime in the final. People hated him before the final. Now the whole fan base acts like he's fine. I mean, he the, the shock. He, he needs competition. The shock when he was put in the team throughout the fan base. like People, people melted forget. down, dude. And you know what? That is like a meltdown-worthy event. <laughs> no, no, I disagree. Because Moyes was right, as he always is tactically in those kind of situations. Remember when he played Fredericks on the wing against Villa? We melted down. A masterstroke. That, that was when we asked the question – what was your favorite, like, Moy's ridiculous, like, lineup change? That was my pick. It was that was unbelievable. There, there will never be a moment like that again. <laughs> or, God forbid, there's a moment like that again. There's, there's not even a comparable thing that could... Like, imagine he played Carrere and Kufal. <laughs> like, imagine he played Kufal in my way. That was crazy. He dropped Bowen in that game. Yeah, I mean, because that was before Bowen was Bowen. Bowen was good. You, well, I mean, not to out you and me to an extent, but you hated Jared Bowen. I told you he's a good player who's just not playing that great. He still got his uh, goal assist, though. The they output so was big. there. Dude, he, he, the output, he had like 8-8. Eight and eight. Yeah, it was, it was like a lot of the – I mean, a lot of those It wasn't like, that fake, dude. It was fake. To me, it was fake. Why was it fake? He was, he was getting goals off his like his thigh and his shoulder, and he, he was getting Dude, set piece assists. First Dude. of all, first of all, he had a ton of set piece assists in twenty one, twenty two when he was great and had double digits of both. Second of all, the chess goal against West Brom was a hell of a finish. That was on purpose. <laughs> he I'm chested sure. that. Dude, what? It was on purpose. Okay. Remember when he tried to do it against Leeds in the 90th minute at home and he missed? I do remember that. <laughs> he has a tendency to try this. Like this is not like a once in a lifetime thing. And then the other goals, dude, he scored. He had the two against Wolves in the four 0 yeah. He had the one against Leicester, so that's four goals that season. He had. I like, his, the, I like one, the Arsenal goal. The Arsenal goal probably should have been saved, but that was fun. Uh, it was. It was a fun little. Set piece tactic from the great Jesse Lingard. From the great Jesse Lingard, taking it quick. Uh, so that's five. Who else he score against that season? He scored. Um, scored against Leicester at home. That was a great mm-hmm. finish. 
That was the it said the opposite. No, that was the t- oh, so he scored twice against Leicester at home because he had the tap in where Diop played over top the wing guard, mm-hmm. and then he had the second one where Suchek played it in between the lines in the box. He had a touch and <laughs> so that's seven. And who was the last goal he scored? Oh, and then he scored um Wolves away. Yeah. I guess it was an alright season. He dude, he was good. Like he he had some crazy ugly performances. But you thought he was a piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, man, and, I hate him. Yeah, I'll you really to that. Did. But I'll also give I... you the credit of you you came to me after the Newcastle game the year that he was unstoppable and you were like, This is his season. <laughs> <laughs> well he was in the preseason, he was crazy, too. Yeah, no, he... Which, you know what other preseason he's been pretty damn good in? This one. This one. He looks like the man. He's back. He's so back, dude. Oh, yeah. You know what? Say what I say. What you want about my history with Jared Bowen. And I feel like we bring this guy up every single podcast. But at least I still... I don't still hate him. I know exactly what you're talking about. We're not gonna we're not gonna say him by name. No way are we gonna mention him by name. Hell yeah. Um but I love talking about Jared Bone every podcast. I'll mention him by name. Oh, I've yeah. been thinking about it. I've been thinking about how, you know, we clip the uh the clips. I can't wait to, you know, clip like two minutes of the podcast of us just gushing over a Jared Bone performance. I'm so excited, dude. His one dribble pull-up, his two dribble pull-up, his back-to-the-basket game. <laughs> his back-to-the-basket game, his face-up game. <laughs> He's the best. He's the best. His ability to get to the cup, finish. <laughs> that passing shit <laughs> comes real easy to a real hooper like this. That was his That was his eight assists in that, in that season. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't name one assist that he had that year. Literally. Like they just it just came easy to a real hooper like that. He just naturally I'm, got eight assists. I'm sure, like knowing him, probably like two of them are winning penalties. Do they count as official stats? Some websites count them. I know it's like um, a, I thought it was like just a fantasy thing. I have no idea what it is. I like counting them; it gives me an agenda. But it's like it's real though. Like it is real. Like you, like you won that. Like that was your basically your goal. Imagine but, if like whoever won the penalty had to take it. Like it was basketball, it'd be disgusting. <laughs> I mean, we would have been fine because because I was thinking about this just the transition, um, and I was like, man, like we took a lot of penalties this year. And I thought about it, and I was like, not not that it's sustainable because it's never that sustainable. But Bowen and Paqueta are both guys who just – they just win penalties. Mm-hmm. Like because Bowen is just like buzzing around in the box all the time. He won two penalties just by running near a keeper, running in front of a keeper uh, two years ago in the space of a month. Mm-hmm. Um, he won the one against Arsenal last year. I think he won another. And then Paqueta, you know, he's Brazilian. He's throwing himself to the ground and all this stuff. But Paqueta won Paquette, like three penalties this year. The thing about Paqueta is like – He's so sturdy on the ball. Like, you're not moving him unless you foul him. And if he's in the box and he creates space for himself... He goes down so easily in the box. <laughs> no, but, like, 
like I'm thinking of what was the what game was it where he like drew the penalty with his back to goal? Villa, I think, because that that was yeah, the one like I was he, just thinking about. He had dude, he threw himself to the ground. No, but he, he got was fouled. Like, oh, he was holding yeah, he himself. Was hold, up, he was holding then, him. Yeah, he was yeah. holding him off. That's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. Like you hold somebody off for long enough, they're gonna touch you, and then when he gets touched, he goes down. Yeah, because what happened was because the Villa one, he threw himself to the ground. And the Arsenal one, he threw himself to the ground. They were both fouls, but he threw. <laughs> <laughs> he couldn't wait to hit the earth. It's a skill. Whether or not David Moyes likes to admit it, he does. He does, but he he also likes to admit that his teams don't play like that. Which, you know, a David Moyes player is one of the only people who ever got retroactively banned for a dive. <laughs> which, by the way, was ridiculous. It was like not that much of a dive. We're talking about Lanzini against Stoke, uh, the first Moist stint. Like, he died, but he, like, there was contact on his thigh, and he went over whoever it was with a shawl cross. I can't remember. But, like, they don't, ban- like, dude, I, I care because it was, no, like, Lanzini like, got banned. Because, because what happened to that? When did, like, they never stopped retroactively banning people. It's like at work when, like, you know, like they like put in like this new policy it just happened at my job. They're like, we got to like, you know, like find a way to like put the dates in the articles. I was doing it for like two weeks. I forgot to do it once. Nobody said anything. It's like, all right, so that's over. <laughs> I don't know why the website doesn't just have the, you know, the dates in the articles anyways. Don't have to talk about damn SharePoint. <laughs> but like, you know what I mean? It's just like they just like forgot and then they didn't do it yeah. for a while. And they're like, I guess that's out. This league did not deserve Manuel Lanzini, and he did not deserve the way we treated them. him. <laughs> the country that this league takes place in did not deserve Manuel Lanzini. I deserve Manuel Lanzini. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to be watching. Are you going to be watching? August 8th is his debut. Is his debut? What day is yeah. that? That's a Tuesday? I think that's yeah, Tuesday. it's a Tuesday. Do you know what time they play? I'll tune in. It's a. I'm sure it's at night for us since it's in Argentina. Yeah, that would be epic, man. It's so crazy. Like for like five years, people were like he's gonna go back to River Plate one day, and then he did. It was never. It like we've been like, never in we've doubt. saying it, but it, we were never. It was never supposed to happen. We let it happen for no reason. Let, let him enjoy his home, man. I he. I would do anything. We are his home. He was in London like the other day. He was in London like after he signed for uh, for River Plate. He's got to move, dude. It's August fourth. He's gonna <laughs> He's be jet lagged for days. the game. Yeah, it's a big game. It's uh, is um, it Boca? No, it's uh the Coman Bowl Libertadores knockout stage. Oh, it's the Champions League. Yeah, it's their Champions League. Yeah, they're they're up to one in aggregate. Oh, can he play in that? Yeah. Yeah, sure. I don't know sure? the registration like, role. I don't know the registration rules for the Conan Bowl Libertorius Champions League. <laughs> Why not? That's where Manuel Lanzini plays. I'll know them soon. I will know them on Tuesday. <laughs> yeah. We might be recording so, the uh, the season preview while he's playing. Oh, I'll be watching. Well, we will ha- absolutely have that in the background. We will be distracted. Oh yeah. <laughs> Schwinn will have to take the keys. That podcast will suck. <laughs> no, Schwinn um, will, will carry. 
but yeah, just to, uh, I mean, I mentioned it at the beginning of the episode, maybe can't remember. Uh, but so next week we're doing a special edition of the hammering away podcast with a good friend of the podcast, uh, at Schwinny Poo on Twitter. It's S H W I N N Y P O O H. I don't know if I spelled that right, but yeah, yeah. he's, um, co-host of the United hour. I think he's still doing that. I can't remember. Great guy, United fan, which is annoying, but it's going to be a whole season preview. Won't only be West Ham. I'm sure there'll be plenty of West Ham talk. And we'll make Schwinn mm-hmm. talk about Moyes, who seems to have more love for than most Manchester United fans. Yeah. I think it's just because it was so long ago, he's over it. Um, <laughs> yeah. We'll talk West yeah, Ham, we'll talk United, we'll talk Top 4, we'll talk relegation. Talk about it we're, all. We're going to be talking Alvarez again. We, yeah, we have no yeah. choice. We will have no choice. And he will have to talk Alvarez, whether he likes it or not. Because... God damn it, Edson Alvarez, man. He's a West Ham player. He'll he'll be doing his medical on Tuesday, hopefully. Should Maybe should we get soon. ahead of ourselves again? Should we name this episode we made a signing? <laughs> yes, it should be we actually made a signing. <laughs> For real this time. Really long episode name. We didn't make a signing, but then we did, I swear. <laughs> episode twelve. Premier League panel tweeted. Yeah, Tim Steiden knows the transfer market inside out. Only have time to study. Only have to study his time at Leverkusen to see this. Back him as they now see seem to be doing. Back him as they now seem to be doing, and West Ham will reap the rewards. That last line didn't make sense, but okay. Um, that's a good. That's a good seal to have. Premier League panel. Yeah, no, he he knows the game. Um, he's been tweeting about Steiden all week. I think. He, he got a whiff of what was going on over here and naturally got really hyper fixated on it and upset about it, mm-hmm. as he does. He had the Conor Gallagher thing going on a few weeks ago. Yeah, that was weird. He was calling him one of the world's greatest one two touch <laughs> players. It's like, all right, man. I was like, he's pretty good in that 10 role, but Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, guy watched the game at like FedEx Field and was like, this is the best player the world has ever seen. <laughs> it's like he's playing at the home of the Washington Commanders. <laughs> The turf field. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Um, the same turf, the same grass or whatever that RG3 tore his ACL. RG3. <laughs> Talking about Robert Griffin III on this podcast. Now. These people don't know who that is. They're lucky. <laughs> the, the RG3 thing went on for way too long after his rookie year. Um, But... What I will say is, like, as much of the game as he knows, he's been being way too harsh on Moyes about how Moyes operates in the transfer market. He's been like, Moyes doesn't know what he's doing in the transfer market. He does. Like, he I'll just triple ha- just and quadruple down own. on this. He gets he gets stuck on things. Like all like all all great people or people who are great at their jobs are insane. David Moyes is one of the craziest people out there. <laughs> He is no exception. He actually might be the rule. He's the standard. <laughs> he is the standard. Crazy. If you want to win, you have to be out of your mind. <laughs> and he is. And like, but he, he doesn't really miss that much. He gets it right. He just has this thing for this one player, and it's not what we need. That's why you bring in a technical director to see things differently. And if it if this ends up working out, I'll say one thing. Or not one thing, because I've already said like three things. But if this ends up working out, A, it could be a successful summer, not like a 10 out of 10 or anything, but 
if we sign Alvarez and end up getting somebody like Fofana, maybe Maguire, and like another player, like a left back or something, it's successful enough for me. And it shows that they can operate together. And I think that with a full year to prepare for a transfer window together, where they can actually bounce ideas off of throughout the season and they can talk about what they want to look for during the season and mm-hmm. like in the build up to the window, I think that we'll see things drag on less. Like this doesn't have to be such a negative, volatile relationship. Like everybody wants us to believe it is. Because I don't believe that it's that bad. Right. Like Moyes will gain an understanding of, you know, Steiden's perspective and Steiden being around the team will, you know, have a better understanding of what Moyes is looking for. Yeah. And we'll just be more creative with the players that fit that mold. Because at the end of the day, that's what's happening is that he's like, like Alvarez is a Moyes player. Like Fofana can absolutely be a Moyes player. And we had interest in Alvarez before Sidon, I think, was even. Yeah, because June 14th when Fabrizio said he was coming, then he joined officially like July 4th, July 1st. And we were linked last year. Yeah, and this window has been like, you know, everything's had to happen so fast between Rice going and like a new technical director. It's like not been easy. And it's very funny to like give them the benefit of the doubt now that like we agreed personal terms with the player. But it's true. Um, and I lost my train of thought because I got a little battery warning on my computer, so I'm plugging um, it in. I'll 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 fill in the the void. Get fucked, Albert. Uh, uh, get fucked, Ajax. Um, nice, that's what you. Dude. That's what you nice get try. for stealing Borges. We'll see. Imagine we play them in the Europa League. And Alvarez absolutely cracks the fuck out of Borges. <laughs> if we play them in the Europa League, I really hope Borges gets a nasty welcome to the London Stadium. That would be pretty funny. Like, play I Carrera. I need Moyes or... to, like, snub him. <laughs> <laughs> like, Moyes being the one that, like, rejects him. And then, and then he's like, not shaking his Borges. hand. Yeah. Oh my no, god. Like play, play career as much as you'd like, but for that game I want to fall. That deranged bastard. <laughs> That's an absolute maniac. Bring Cresswell back to kick a ball into his head or something. <laughs> Can we get Dawson on a one game loan? Dude, that's the thing about Maguire is, like, people think he sucks. Like, if you liked Craig Dawson, I promise you're going to love Harry Maguire because he's actually great on the ball and is – he's just perfect. He's a perfect player. He he really is. Like, for what we need and what we could do with that, you know, three at the back, like, that would just be perfect. Even if it's not a three at the back, he's just going to be mad good for us. Like, no, yeah, he could be, he would be great in a back four, you know, filling in for Aguirre when he goes out on AFCON. And competition, Zuma's going to get hurt at some point. Like, mm-hmm. I don't think people actually understand how big of a need center back is. It's, yeah, I mean, because the, the depth is not there anymore. It's just not. Absolutely not. No, it's not. And I think while they're while they're fit, start all three. I mean, you know? depending on the fixture, I, I think it just gives us options. Like, Moyes wants tactical versatility, apparently. Give it to him. Mm-hmm. All right. We need a left back. What's your prediction for the next week? 
Alvarez will sign. We'll draw with Bayer Leverkusen. And the starting lineup against Bournemouth will be Ariola, Kufal, Zuma, Aguerd. Uh, I must say Cresswell. Um, Emerson, <laughs> Alvarez, Suchek, Bowen, Paqueta, Benrama, Ings. And we'll win. Nice. Well, I guess that's more than a week. That's eight days. But that's the script. <laughs> oh, if I can make another prediction. This is just pure hopefulness. We're going to push for Fofana hard. My vision will come to fruition. <laughs> David Moyes is on the mat. Steiden has him in a, in a chokehold. <laughs> and he's about to tap out. What's your prediction for the week? What's going to happen? Give me the script. We're getting at least, at the very minimum, one more James Ward-Prowse rejected bid. I think that's a damn good prediction, especially after his little cutback assist tonight. Moises, that Leonardo DiCaprio meme with the cigarette where he's pointing at the TV. (laughs) He's sending that that 3 a.m. you up text to Russell Martin right now about (laughs) James Ward-Prowse. He is knocking down Tim Stuyton's door in their one-bedroom apartment that they share. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, that's my prediction. I, I, I'm going to reserve any Fofana talk because, I mean, that would just be too good to be true. I'm, for speaking, it, ever, I'm speaking it into reality. For everything I've ever asked for in the two months, last two months to happen within a few days – like this it would just be too much for my little heart i think it would give out (laughs) i think that i think we're going to focus on this alvarez bid and that nothing that concrete will happen until after that's done but it would be nice if there's some real movement on profana before we meet again i'm sure that by the time we meet again too uh gianluca scamaco will be an atalanta player that you want to say your goodbyes before we end this well, I think it's not going to be done by Tuesday, which is our next pod. Okay. By the time we have our next West Ham focus West Ham pod. pod. Yeah. All right. Uh, I'll, I'll time it out one minute. I'll get one minute for an apology. An apology? Oh, no, apology. A farewell. Excuse a fa- me. Uh, it's no. also partly an apology. Okay. <laughs> it should be an apology. We said this the other day. We sign strikers. They're really good. And then a year later, we go, whoops. <laughs> All right. John Luca, I think you were a hell of a player. I think the most of you. I do not look at you differently for what happened. I understand that, you know, what happened with you it was unlucky. You were injured. But even despite that, we had some great times together. I'll never forget the Wolves game. It's one of the greatest strike performances I've ever seen in a West Ham shirt. And I cannot thank you enough for that. That being said, I wish you the best on the rest of your journey. I hope you score as many goals as you possibly can for Atlanta. I hope you get us the biggest sell-on fee in the history of this game. And if your fee gets us Enketia, you've already done way more than I could have ever asked you to. Good riddance. <laughs> Fuck you. Nah, yeah, it's sad, but it's it's whatever. It'll be fine. We got Div- Divine Mubama 
I'm putting all my my cookies and my whatever in the jar for him. I believe in the kid. We got no choice. It's certainly not going to be. I'm certainly not going to sit here and say, all my faith is in Danny Yanks. I'm just not going to. <laughs> I can't do that. He will score some goals, though, I hope. He'll score against Bournemouth. But I, I don't know why, but this Bournemouth game is going to go well. It has to. Both of them did go well last year. That's what makes me nervous. No, we own them. Do we? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Paqueta owns them. He played well. He was like, that was one of the few games he played really well in both in both uh, fixtures. Yeah, I don't think he played in Bournemouth at home. Pretty sure he was hurt. No, I no wait no, I didn't get hurt in that game. You got hurt against Southampton the week before. Oh, that's I think that's what I'm thinking of. Never mind, take that out. I agree, though he played really well in both games. If he did play, he would have played really well. I agree. We played well. We actually didn't play that well in that game, but he he would have had his way. Skamaka played well against Portsmouth. Yeah, yeah. That's that's what. Yeah, we'll go with that. Yeah, yeah, we'll go with that. Anyways, thank you everybody for joining us. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at hammering underscore away. Instagram and Threads is at hammering away underscore. TikTok is hammering dot away. I was gonna say period. You know what it is. It's the little little circle. Um, and then you know the blog is hammering dash away dot blog. Uh, posting articles on there, podcasts and. Don't forget to join us next week for the season preview. You can clip everything. You can be exposed at the end of the season for not knowing the game. But it'll be a good time. So looking forward to it. And we'll talk next week. Peace.